kings and queens, our special guest is in the house. Um, well, she's not in the house, but her voice is. And um, I'm going to put her on ear just now. So hold on. Danny, are you there? I am. Oh, Hello, Danny. Oh, God. <laughs> so glad to have you. So glad to have you on. And um, how's your day been so far? Good, good, thank you. I, I found a nice quiet cafe to uh, Oh really? Okay, so you're on the you're on the just have to let you know, you're on the air. So um because yeah. I know we haven't got very long, so because I know you're a really busy woman, so um just want to start off by just can you just introduce yourself to because um, i've had people texting me saying where's the guest where's the guest so i say she's coming she's coming because you know the title because every time i tell people the title of your book it brings you know people just smile it puts a smile on their face it's like you know people thinking oh god you know i know this situation so danny yeah. please just introduce yourself and just tell people you know about you Hello, hi, uh, my name's Daniela, um, Daniela Blechner, and I'm the author of Mr. Wrong. Uh, so it's Mr. Wrong, learn from Mr. Wrong and claim Mr. Right. Um, it started off as a bit of a joke, really, after you know, my own sort of decade of, <laughs> decade of facing disasters. Um, and some of the people kept saying to me, Dan, you know, you've, you've got to write a book. How do these things keep happening to you? <laughs> and uh, eventually I did, and it, 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 it's been doing quite well. Quite a lot of people can relate to it. I'd like to think there's something for everyone in the book. And um, yeah, so it's been out now for eight weeks. Fantastic. And, and what are you, what are you, um, what, when you wrote the book, who did you have in mind? You know, what sort of people, you know, who did you feel would really benefit from the book? Yeah, I mean, I said there's a bit of maybe something in there for everybody, because mm -hmm. there's a male section in there too, but mm -hmm. primarily it's for women um, who continue to uh, attract the same sort of man. Uh, Mr. Wrong is in the title is quite tongue-in-cheek, really, because there's a lot of issues debate around, you know, the whole concept. Is there such a thing as Mr. Wrong? Is there anything that's ever wrong? That's um, right. But, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends, including myself, who <laughs> went through a period of just meeting the wrong man for us. And what I mean by wrong is, you know, men who are unavailable emotionally, physically, or whatever. Um, and, you know, they had brilliant jobs, you know, they were strong, great friends, you know, they, you know, they had, they were supportive, they were vivacious, everything going for them beautiful, but yet, you know, their relationships the relationship seem to end. Um, and so I'm a sort of great believer of patterns, that when, you know, the same thing has happened, or you're meeting the same situations, the same sort of people, there has to be something whereby you look within, and try and, you know, break the cycle, try and find out what it is that's actually going on. So it's turned into more of a kind of exploration into, you know, belief systems and why we attract certain you know, mm -hmm. people into our lives. And, um, yeah, it, it began as a collection of stories. Well, I didn't know what a blog was two years ago. And, um, I did a call out, because someone showed me how to set one up, and I set one up, and, you know, I came up with a different type of Mr. Wrong, created these different characters. And then I asked the people to send in their Mr. Wrong stories, and I was inundated, <laughs> especially for American, American women. Uh, lots of dating blogs out there, it's amazing. But um, yeah, I got stories from America, Australia, Canada, England, and uh, yeah, I wow. put all together and created a book. Wow, you know, would you say, um, Danny, that um, Mr. Wrong, would you say Mr. Bro Mr. Wrong crosses all, all sort of walks of life, would you, or would you say there's a... Because you can't, I, I suspect you can't just put him in a category. Would you say yeah. that he crosses all? Of course, yeah. I don't, I can't, you can't brand. There can be from any background, any race, any religion, any, mm -hmm. you know, money, status, whatever. Um, 
you know, I used to turn unavailable earlier on, emotionally mm. unavailable, and that, that doesn't, that isn't descriptive to a particular type of person. You know, you watch <laughs> with Bridget Jones, you've got the, you know, Hugh Grant character, the oh, James yeah. Bond mysterious man mm. who earns, you know, however much money, but he just doesn't want commitment for whatever reason. Um, that's another type of unavailable man, and I don't think that particularly has to be descriptive to a type, no. Right, so, I mean... And, oh, go on. Can I, sorry, can I add to that? But it also <laughs> depends on what stage. I don't think anything's ever wrong or people are exactly. staying in one state, they can, they, you yeah. know, they, they can change. And I think it depends on what's happening in their lives at that time. I mean, there's a character called Mr X Factor. Mr X Factor's a Mr Wrong because um, he's still wrapped up in his act. He's still he's unemotionally available because uh-huh. he's still dealing with these issues. And if he hasn't kind of severed those ties or, or dealt with those unresolved issues, you're carrying that package into another relationship, which is a recipe for disaster absolutely absolutely so would you say that a lot of the the, the thing with mr wrong is that he carry he's he's coming with baggage he's not sort of um he's not available because literally he's carrying a lot of stuff with him and is yeah. ready to let go i mean everyone has a degree of baggage to extent how much you're, you're aware of it mm-hmm. um so you have to and the, and the, the mr sorry the mr expect character definitely is coming around unresolved business and i, I i'm a firm believer that until you know you're healed from a certain situation you continue the cycle um but you have a character called mr dreamer i'm a really good friend of mr dreamer i love these it. i love these character names they're so brilliant <laughs> Thank you. Um, he's great, and he, he was really candid. It's called Mr. Dreamer Speaks Out in the book. Uh, one of my favourite pieces, actually. He's really honest about, you know, why he's like this, and it's not. It's not so he knows he's he knows he's like this. I've had so many mouthfuls. Go, damn! You know what? Like, I think that's me. You know, I think I'm Mr. Dreamer. <laughs> I think I'm Mr. Jester. I think I'm Mr. X Factor. Oh but um, you know, he's not carrying baggage. He talks about wanting to. When he meets the girl, he wants to show them the best version of himself, mm. and so all kind of like you know smother her with hearts and flowers, and you know oh, yes. love her too soon, and then oh, after yes. about three months, months he can't keep <laughs> it up, so he disappears. <laughs> right, right. So, so all these characters. So, did you were they born out of you know what what you yourself experienced, or would you say it was born out of all the different? you know um what, what everyone else brought to you know together and you you found that i there think was... there's definitely from my experience i mean mm. there's definitely the mr dreamer who usually lasts about three months the hearts and flowers and suddenly they're like oh oh by the way actually no it's not working um <laughs> there's, there's, there's a character in there called the house that it wasn't i know about him but actually there is a serious there's a serious chapter and we're all serious to an extent but this is a pretty serious chapter mm. it's about you know men who um they could be emotionally abusive, physically abusive, and they um, you know, take energy from women, um, you know, try and control them and manipulate them. So I, I haven't come across that that kind of Mr. Wrong character to the degree of some of the women who mm-hmm. have contributed their stories um, are quite powerful to that chapter. So, um, Danny, how can people benefit from the book? Because I know that you have you know, you have a collection of stories and you also have some, some help, some, you know, help as well, questionnaires yeah. and different things that people can utilise to help them to, you know, sift through and find their Mr. Right and right. not the Mr. Wrong. Okay. Um, I'm a big believer that, you know, I, used, I would say that I'm quite a private person. I would have never have dreamt of, you know, showing from my experiences, mm. <laughs> <laughs> from my love life. I mean, 
But I realised that it was part of the problem. You know, men would sort of come and go and say, oh, what happened to this stuff? No, don't worry about it, nothing. <laughs> and I found through actually talking about it and speaking to other women, I, oh, that's happened to me. And, you know, yeah. exploring within that I found myself learning and healing and changing right. my kind of belief systems and, and, and even acknowledging them. Um, and I, so I think that, you know, sharing the stories together is healing enough. It, it, it's a healing in itself. And I had a Mr. Wrong Night at my house. It started off with four women, four, four of my friends talking about our situations. Wow. And whatever, our past situations. And then by the end of it, by the third one, there's about you know, 15 of us, men and women. And we wow. learned so much through the sharing of stories. So there's that element to it. But there's also exercises and questionnaires. There's a questionnaire about, you know, first love. Think back to your first mm. love. What happened there? What sort of stage were you in your life? What changed? Um, there's also um, a needs, wants and desires um, exercise, which actually looks back on myself. I did all these exercises myself, I practice them as well, in the relationship with your partner and your wants and desires. And, you know, it's not things like, you know, well, I want to have my back in my or I want, you know, him to spend lots of money on it. But it's a really important thing that you value your values. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as I think you can get swept up in relationships or swept up in, in the minutes to get who we are and what is important to us and what our values are and like having that as a guide that's right um, I find it a really good tool and you can use it for anything you know mm-hmm. friendship job mm-hmm. whatever that's fantastic because you know what I hear you say there is that if you know your worth if you know your value then you're not you're going to go out there with you know a sort of um, understanding and um, boundaries as to what you are willing to accept and you know you're going out there looking at who deserves me rather than, you know, trying to fit into somebody else's mould of what yeah. they think you should be. Yeah. And um, the other thing I wanted to really sort of um, get you to to um, say to our listeners, um, Danny, is, is really just, can you just talk a little bit about, um, say, the, each chapter, sort of, not each chapter, sorry, but just really give them some highlights as to, you know, what... What, what you know? What's what's in there that is going to really? Because I know the book is riveting and it's a page turner. So can you just highlight what you feel you know is going to really just get them turning that page over and over and over? <laughs> a lot of people. The feedback I've got from that. Oh, the stories. Some people who read it in two days. I mean, it took me wow. longer to read it. Um, so yeah, the stories were a page turner because it can relate to them. It's it's it's, it's real life stuff. Right. Um, it's people's experiences and people see themselves in these, these scenarios and experiences mm-hmm. and there's also you know the second half of the book is, is, is divided into sort of journeying within so there's a space and a chance for you to you know oh I like uh, that and analyze not analyze it but like word examine you know our own belief systems yeah. and challenge them to an extent as well mm-hmm. um but my particular my favorite bit is the the, the um I think it's chapter 13 I can't remember um, the man, the male perspective, um, the stories for the men is just phenomenal, and I'm really glad. I wanted it to be balanced, but it's not a man bashing. It's not a man Not about you know, no. men are awful. It's about right. We've had these experiences. What can we learn from them? What can I learn about myself instead mm-hmm. of pointing my finger at Mister mm-hmm. Wrong? Um, so what I what I really um, got out of the, the male section was how much they go through. You know, and, and women, we talk and we heal and we, we, we discuss things and we talk things out. I think men are very close, they can be very close and not right. particularly talk about things with their male friends. That's right. And um, a lot of the stories highlighted, you know, being hurt by a first love and therefore then becoming a Mr. Wrong as a defence mechanism. And then talk about, um, you know, the pressure they find, the societal pressure they, they, they have to be this sort of knight in shining armour. 
they talk about meeting women. I mean, this is the most interesting, you know, the, the amount of women they've met who palm in with the same brush and expect them mm-hmm. to behave like a, you know, a cheater or an abuser or whatever. And therefore they feel that they have this stigma attached to them and that they have to live up to. Um, there's another story in there called Mr. Nice Guy who talks about, you know, being the perfect Mr. Right and he's so perfectly lovely to these women. And they just, they just, they just don't want it. They just take advantage and then go to Mr. Wrong. And just looking from that perspective really taught me a lot as well. And um, there's another story as well, the last one, um, talks about, you know, women knowing their worth and how that's attractive and how um, it's important for uh, women to let go of whatever happens to them in the past mm-hmm. and, you know, see men or other people they meet as a complete new, fresh experience. And, um, yeah, I, that for me, personally, I mean, a lot of stories, but the, 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 the male chapter for me is, a, I find it really interesting. Right. Now, Danny, how, when did you realise that you had the talent of writing and, and, you know, doing what you do? Because, you know, you're, 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 you're a very creative person, aren't you? You do several different creative, you know, you have several different creative genres that you're involved in. When did you learn that you had this um, gift? It's funny because I've kept all my books from my, when, I, you know, when I was growing up with kids primary school. Mm-hmm. Um, I read over it. I'm very much like an animal activist and green. Let's all save the planet. planet. Oh. And um, I'd always be asked, you know, with these writers, what do you want to be? You know, from four years old, it's like, I remember saying, I'm going to be a writer, but I'm not going to do it just yet. I'm going to do it when I'm a bit older, when I've been a vet, and when I've saved the planet, when I've done all this. Yeah. You know, maybe when I'm about 50. But <laughs> <laughs> so I always knew, and I always, you know, I always wrote poems. Uh, definitely through some very difficult times in my scenes, it, it got me through quite mm. a lot, you know, poems and lyrics That's and right. that sort of thing. And speaking of poems, there's another book called uh, Seven Shades of uh, Love, I was going to say Graven. Seven Shades of Love, which yes. will be out in paperback next week. It's mm. on Kindle already on um, Amazon. Because that's all it's about chakras, isn't it? Sorry? It's all about, that's all about chakras and... Yeah, well, I sort of, it's got different chapters in different colours so it looks into different colours associated both with western and eastern and mm-hmm. uh, the eastern looks into the chakras and the meanings and the colours and mm-hmm. how it's related mm-hmm. to love mm-hmm. and all the poems are written by uh, men and women globally wow. beautiful beautiful hello Danny are you there? hello oh, right. yeah. <laughs> I lost you there for a minute so no no don't go <laughs> Yeah, so um, so you, you've you've known about this for for quite a while, and now you've you know you obviously had the opportunity, and you've you've obviously run with it, and it's it's working really well for you. Um, are you there? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I'm up in here. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, brilliant. yeah I, we've I know we've got giveaways, and I just want you to kind of ask you a question because um, we want to give away the book to um one of our listeners and i just want yeah have you got have you got the question that you'd like to to answer um, so they can get prepared so while we're carrying on the interview they can get ready to call in or text in whatever i did have a question but i've just Is it gone? I, was to, I was going to i was going to say it at the beginning the answer at the beginning of the interview how, how um, can people get hold of the book danny where, where how can i get hold of the book um my website is www dot uh, Daniela Blechner that's B-L-E-C-H-N-E-R dot com mm-hmm. uh, you can also sign up to get a free Mr. Wrong manual oh. and there's a, the needs, wants and desires exercise in there too and uh, you can get a copy of the um, book from there in about a week or so or hopefully by the end of this week uh, there will be a facility whereby you can actually order a signed copy and I'll post that out myself fantastic 
So Danny, um, going back to this um, wonderful book, um, I know you went on, did you, you went on, um, oh, where was that? Uh, women's, what do they call it? Loose women. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah. tell us a bit about that, that, that <laughs> incident? <laughs> if it you was want to. so random. Because right. I'm doing all this promoting and marketing, I'm doing all of this myself, it's self-publishing, but it's not a company, it's just me. Mm. Um, so I thought, right, how can I get it in the hands of you know, people who you know, <laughs> talk about this subject and you know, who may be interested? And so I found out how to get on to show of loose women and uh, unfortunately, not usually late, <coughs> um, <laughs> I was uh, running really late, I got the wrong train and I got to the studio to make my friends and we only just scraped it and um, and decided to make up some gift bags for the book inside and some other little bits and pieces to give to each one of the loose women uh-huh. and um, <laughs> we were late so we had to sit at opposite ends of the station, uh, sorry, of the studio. And I was so tired and, and confused and not sure like, when I was going to give you this bag and how it was going to work. So when the warm-up guy was on, I was trying to you know, signal to my friend. And he caught us talking and he said, what are you ladies talking about? And I said, well, um, I wrote a book. <laughs> he grabbed the book and he showed it to the whole audience and I uh, spoke about it. And um, that was my in to give them a gift bag each. And um, yeah, I hope they enjoy it. Mm. So it was a little way of getting in there and, you know, sort of letting... Because, I mean, that's a, that's a good, you know, that sort of group, group, of, group of people to hand that book to. I can imagine yeah. them sifting yeah. through it, you know. But, um, yeah, going back, so um, we want to give this book away. So what are we going to do? What should we do? Should we ask a question or should we just say the first person to text in or? Um, question, okay, name means. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're making it up as we go along people <laughs> also okay. we should text in um, and say how answer. many what, how oh. many hello Danny you've gone you've gone away you just yeah oh sorry what 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 Mr. Ron characters have been mentioned uh in the interview so far yeah that's a good question what what Mr. Ron characters have we mentioned in this interview so far so the first person to text in or rip phone in We'll get the book, and it's an awesome book, and hey. it's got it can you you know what it can help you to Danny yeah it can help them to really just go through and work out where you know where they've been going wrong because one of the things that you you you've said a couple of times is go back to your beginning relationship yeah do you think that most of the problems start with a beginning relationship and maybe even beyond that say maybe what you grew up seeing or learning or you know that type of thing oh definitely uh definitely um oh, that's a good question <sighs> well <laughs> I there's so many there's so many facets to it i mean first of all not everyone's had a great experience i had a good experience yeah. um got it wrong and i think i i kind of went through a teenage phase where i, I started to believe that um you know, i wasn't worthy uh, why does he like me what's wrong with him all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. went into my own kind of journey and um that belief system was created in there for reflecting some of the relationships i went on to have mm-hmm. um i think in terms of um when you're young things that are said to you and how people your, your first experience of love um and acceptance and all these things that are formed at a very young age and if they're not learned in a, in a, from a healthy point of view there's you know there can be some work to do definitely 
Yeah, I mean, um, actually, we've got a text. Let me just um, read this out quickly. Oh. Great show, very educational. Keep up the good work. God bless you from 646. Oh. Thank you, 646, for sending that text in. Um, so, really, you know, why would you... Do you feel that women suffer more with their self-esteem than men do? Or, or do you... You know, how would you, from your work, would you say... I think it's more explicit that women suffer more with their mm-hmm. self-esteem, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it could be argued that, you know, men who perhaps don't treat women well mm-hmm. are suffering from a deep sense of inadequacy and, and self-esteem. So I think it's, it's both ways. But I think if we talk about women and, uh, you know, self-esteem, self-worth, a lot of it stems from, you know, it's easy to say the media and what personal women look like and what a woman should be and all these sorts mm-hmm. of things. But looking back at you, I think in the chapter uh, about the, the male perspective, the fairy tales have got a lot to answer for, I think. Ah, you know, that yes. we are these damsels in distress mm. who are waiting to be rescued mm. or validated in somehow. Um, you know, Snow White is rescued by the prince, I think. So is Cinderella. At no point do they ask him about personality. No. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and, and they... Yeah, no, go on, go on, go on. But no point do they, you know, uh, learn about who they are as a person, learn no. about what their values are. I know it's just, just a fairy story, whatever, but I think this is things that stick to ingrained mm. that, you know, you're going to have a fairy tale wedding and everything's got to be perfect and you're a princess and, you know, you're not somebody until you meet a man. That's right. um, which is why it really annoys me when, um, you know, when I've been single and, and people have said, oh, how can you're single? What's going on? You're so this. And it's like, well, there's actually nothing wrong with being single. You, you don't have to have somebody to, to complete you or to define you. You do that by yourself. That's right. That's right. And, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's about um, being a whole self and yeah. enjoying, you know, in having something to... Because your, your true soulmate really is within you. It's, your, it's, your, it's that being. So when you're happy with your, you know, being you then everything works and you can come together with another person who's happy with being themselves. And then yeah, you've got that, you know, two complete people coming together. Yeah. So, and, and that's what your that's the that's the ethos really of your of your book, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's not about you know men are bad and you know women are no. good and you know and, and men. We are, are pretty good though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because <laughs> that's the thing as well. As well, Mister Wrong. You know, it's like it's something that most women will be able to put their you know, put their hands up and say, yes, I, I recognise. Yeah. But men, maybe it's a little bit different for them. And, and why do you think that is? Why do you think maybe, um, you know, that there's not so much men going around saying about, talking about Miss, Miss Wrong or Mrs Wrong? Oh, they are now. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> what is what about Mrs Wrong? When are you going to write Mrs Wrong? Yeah, when are you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what are they saying about Miss Wrong and Mrs Wrong? What are, what are the what are the what are the problems? Women want to know. They want to know. But what are the issues? Of yeah, women? What, what, oh, are, what are men what saying? What are men? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Hello. Yeah, go on. <laughs> it's funny because um, I was selling some books um, at the market of day yeah. and. Um, it was probably the first time actually like, not knowing anybody and seeing their reactions. So they had the posters up, you know, you mm-hmm. see women and they'll look at you knowingly or smile and go, oh, you know, not sure whether to go and have a look or they'll start talking to me about their array of like uh, Mr. Ron. And then you'd have the men who'd look 
and kind of go, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> is that to... me? What does that mean? And then mm. you know, I've met a lot of guys who you know, say, um, what about Mrs. Wrong? When are you writing Mrs. Wrong? You know, we're having a really bad time at the moment. And, you know, why are we <laughs> being vilified? It's, like I said, it's not vilifying. It's about, you know, women who have come across this, you know, unavailable man mm. repeatedly looking within mm. and to learn about what, you know, using this, it's like losing this experience of a constant way to learn something more about themselves. Um, yeah. In terms of Mrs. Wrong, what they think, what, what are we doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Nagging comes up quite a lot. Oh, yes. Someone said that's unillicit preaching or something. Nagging is, is it unillicit preaching, they, they call it? So it's like oh, you're, yeah. saying, you're saying the right thing, but the problem is you're just in there, in there, in there, and it's it gets too much. Not in the not mm. in the right way, yeah. But you know, again, that can come from a, um, a sense of like, you know, wanting to ask for what you need, mm. Um, mm. coming from a not so great place. That's right. We've all done it. Do you feel, <laughs> Danny, as well? Do you feel that because a lot? Um, what I'm hearing as well in, in the work that I do is a lot of the times as well, because men are feeling, you know, in the old days, men had a job for life. They felt like men. They felt like, you know, yeah. the world evolved around them. And now women are sort of, you know, becoming more successful. Um, and, you know, they're going out and doing, you know, doing a lot of the top jobs and really just, you know, they can, they don't, you don't really need a man this day to these days to, to make your life work. Whereas maybe back then, it was. Do you think that that has an effect on why um, relationships and, and why, you know, there's these problems between man and woman? woman See, I, I don't believe that we don't really need a man. I, I, I don't believe I don't that. Mean, I mean, no, I meant financially. Okay. I meant financially, not emotionally. Oh, I, Definitely yeah, not emotionally. But yeah. financially. Yeah, but I was thinking at the point of, you know, I consider myself an independent woman. I'm a fiercely independent person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there's it's different between that and I think women who are like, I don't need a man no, financially <laughs> or, you know, in my life at all. No, and I think things are changing whereby, you know, women, we have, we are, you know, we have more opportunities than we did probably 50 years ago That's and right. they were earning our own money and I, I still, I, I do still think there's a, A, a man and a woman you have your your qualities that you bring to the table and none of them are the same and it's that the whole joy is that you complement each other and you come to this union whereby you're both different and offering different things to the table um so i think i, I wouldn't say there isn't a place for man i definitely think there is just as there's a place for a woman um mm. but i think it's coming from a different energy i went to um uh, a conference a few weeks ago the one woman conference um, in was in a hotel in Cambridge. It was just about by Joe Martin, and it was talking about you know women and you know, women in um, business, and women in you know, high positions, and being coming CEOs, and but coming from a different energy. Mm. Mm. So you would say that because um, I agree with you totally that um, you know I feel women still need men. I don't I don't believe in this. You know every I've got everything and I don't need yeah. a man type of situation definitely feel for him you know emotionally and you know companionship and yeah just um you know I still think men are still in fashion I don't think that they've been defunct yet at all 
We uh, love men. Yeah, we do. We love men. So, Danny, please give us some contact details for for people so they can um, get get in contact again with you and um, what you're going to be doing. I know you've got some plans for the new year that you're going to be doing events yeah. and things. Can you, can you sort of let us in on that, please? Okay, well, do. That's for the website www.daniellablechner.com or um, the blog is dingdongitsmrwrong.com. <laughs> you can see some of the stories there as well. Some recent excerpts from the book. Um, you can buy the book and sign up to a free Mr. Wrong manual at um, daniellablechner.com. Um, what's coming up in February is there are going to be three events. So one is on the 12th Hounslow Library. There's going to be um, some of the guest contributors from the book reading their stories and a chance for a bit of a love debate. And there'll be book signings and opportunities to buy both books, Mr. Wrong and Seven Shades of Love as well. Mm. Um, so there's that on the 12th. On the 13th, we're going to Brixton Library for the evening. Um, and on the 14th we're at Croydon uh, Waterstone um, what I'm planning to do is to work with women to run workshops helping them to release their creativity um, and to get their story written also, wow. to get their, their books written and also to teach people about um, self-publishing so that's, that's, that's to come that's fantastic because you, you self-published Mr Wrong didn't you? And uh, you, this is what you did. You self-published your book. Yeah. And um, the cover is absolutely stunning. Um, Thank tell you. us, yeah, tell us how you know um, that, that side of things. I found this lady. She's amazing in LA. Uh, not not personally went to LA, but it's a website <laughs> elance com and um, it took about three four months to find the right person. So you know, some people doing some sketches and it wasn't quite right. And immediately, it was her first job on Elance, and so it cost seventy quid. Is not very much at all. Um, and she was just amazing. She got the concept, did a few revisions, we spoke, um, and then that, that was it. It was amazing. It was definitely brilliant. And there's also sketches in there. There's Amnesta, Ebanks, and uh, Josephine. Wow. Danny. And their biographies are in the book. Fantastic. <laughs> so, Danny, what I want to ask you. Um, you're very successful in what you've done in your life and obviously you know being an author and this book is really doing very well for you what can you leave with people as a motivation because I know you've got to go um what would you you know what's motivated you in life what's kept you um positive as you are you're so upbeat you're so positive I know when I met you back in April you just got this amazing smile and this amazing energy and people she's she's absolutely beautiful as well you know beautiful Aww. beautiful beautiful lady you know just can you just share with people just anyone listening out there who's a budding author um who or somebody who's going through relationship issues and just mm. what what would you say to uplift that person and yeah. you know say to them what's worked for you all right don't get me wrong i have my down days don't you know, just don't see me. <laughs> <laughs> but on the whole i i am I've always been a, you know, a, always see the opposite. Always see the, like, the glass half full. Yeah. You know, from every kind of negative, I always ask myself, what is the lesson that can be learned in this? How am I developing myself? What am I? I don't know whether it's because I'm a teacher, it comes from there, whatever. I always believe things happen for a reason, and I think sure. my spirituality um, helps with that as well. And I think if you look at life in terms of, okay, this has happened, how am I going to grow from it? How am I going to evolve from it? What am I learning about myself? Um, I think it helps you to grow, you know, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, in all senses, um, knowing that there's something deeper and that actually the situations don't define us, they help us to find out who we are, um, sure. if that makes any sense. And I just think, you know, 
you can have the most miserable day and one day, you know, a smile, it just takes a, a smile, but it sounds, you know, a bit, you know, cliche, but, you know, a smile from a stranger can mean all the difference. And if you can be that person to somebody else, yes, um, that's a great thing. No matter what you're going through in life, mm-hmm. go is light at the end of the tunnel. There really is. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, that's wonderful and so true because keeping, you know, keeping your, keeping optimism going is, you know, it does make such a difference. It's, you know, you get up in the morning and how you decide to set your day has an effect on the rest of the day. If you get up and you're in a yeah. mood and, you know, you find invariably you have accidents, you know, things start to spill, you, you, you know, and you yeah. walk in and you, you pour that onto somebody else. But like you said, if you make a conscious effort, you know, no matter what's going on, I'm going to keep my joy. I'm going to keep my peace. It yeah. does have an effect on how your day goes and how, you know, other people are around you. So I am so happy that, because we, we've been trying to do this interview for ages, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we have, yeah. <laughs> I'm just so we glad. I'm just so glad that I know you're so busy and I know, you know, it, we, we, we got this time today and I'm so happy about that. So, um... Danny, I want to leave you with the last words, whatever you want to say to, to people. And what I'm going to do is I've had people texting me um, for big apps and that. So what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to sort that out and sort out a book for just... Because I think what it is, the question, I think people probably thought the question was a little oh, bit hard, I think. But I'm going to leave the last word with you. What, what do you want to say before you rush off to your next um, venture? <laughs> A lesson with a pre-prevalent uh, teenage boy. Um, <laughs> my next adventure. Um, one thing probably uh, uh, I'd leave you with is um, when I was teaching in I think it was two thousand and eight. First lesson, you know, fourteen-year-old boys, high school, mm-hmm. teaching Romeo and Juliet. Brilliant. Ah, so yeah. <laughs> I asked them the question, "What is love?" And this boy turned around and then staring back at me, not a splint, said to me, Miss, loving an imperfect person perfectly. And it just oh. stopped me. Um, this is in the book as well. I just thought, oh my God. That, that is that, beautiful. Where did you get that from? And it made me just think it meant so much on so many different levels. Yes, loving and accepting the person that you're with and, you know, family members and friends. That's knowing right. that you know, We're all coming from the same place. We're all humans. That's we all right. have flaws. That's right. Um, we are flawed. Mm-hmm. And if we can love ourselves as imperfect people, then, you know, we can start to love other people in, sure. a, in a much healthier way. And, um, yeah, it always stays with me. And that was, I, w- I wanted to say that at the beginning of the interview, that that actually leaves that quote with the question. <laughs> Let's just say, for the first person to ring in, oh. they can have a free copy of the book and seven days of love. No, that, that is so, I mean, that is so beautiful. That is so true, isn't it? It is about learning to, to, to love or the completion because we are human, which is where we're flawed. But we, you know, we've also got that nice, you know, that good side from our being self. And yeah. that is perfect. And from such a young person as well. Amazing. I know, 14 years. Listen, I You're obviously doing a good, you are obviously doing a good teaching there. Miss no, Butcher. that was my first lesson with them. I can't take any credit at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? That's that's another question I want to answer. You just brought another question to Mama. Um, how are your students? You know, what are they saying about Miss being a, in a an author? <laughs> you know, going out there and how are they taking that? It's funny because I'm not. I, I left my uh, job uh, last full time. We teach full time for five years, and um, I left last. Uh, 
in July. Mm. Someone started to find out that you know, I was writing about. I'm Mr. Wright. I'm oh, Mr. Wrong in it. Yeah, Mr. Wrong. <laughs> Do we to help you? But no, thank you. We'll talk about it now. But um, <laughs> so it came out in September. So I didn't actually get to see anything of it. Mm. But I do bump into the students uh, quite a bit. Mm. Um, year 11s especially. And uh, one of the funny things is, <laughs> these year 11 boys said to me, a lot taller than me, patted me on the head. Oh, miss, oh, you've got your, you got your books, yeah, Mr. Wrong and Seven Shades of Love. I'm well proud of you. Oh, <laughs> wow. Lovely. <laughs> I mean, to get it on the other side. Yes, and then you're, you know, as well. You're, you're being, you're walking your talk. You're teaching them, and you're saying, look, this is what you do. If you've got a passion, go for it. So you're actually yeah. showing them that you, you have know, to. yeah, fantastic. So, Danny, um, I don't know. It's we're, we're we're at that time now, and I've really enjoyed um, the show, and I really would like you to come back again when you've got some time. You know, be awesome. Um, I'd love to. Yes. So, um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go now. Do you want to just quickly leave any any details again just before you go? Just just in case anyone just tuned oh, in and you. just yeah. From uh, the beginning of next week, you should be able to order a signed copy from www.daniellablechner.com. If you want to read uh, some excerpts from the book, it's www.dingdongitsmrwrong.com. And um, also from uh, the website, you can order not order. You can sign up newsletter and get a free Mr Wrong manual um, and I think that's it is obviously there's some uh, dates coming up which will be on my website in February 12th, 13th, 14th where you can buy a book and take part in the uh, Love and Relationship debate 